And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Here we are again with our Greenlight Review of today. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we have both seen W, mm-hmm. period. W is an Oliver Stone film written by Stanley Weiser and stars Josh Brolin as President George W. Bush. I've got to talk about the supporting cast before we go any further sure. because they are all fantastic. Laura Bush played by Elizabeth Banks. Very, very good. George H.W. Bush, played by James Cromwell. Barbara Bush, played by Ellen Burstyn, who looked so terrific with her white hair. And the pearls. And the pearls. Richard Dreyfus played Dick Cheney. He was astonishing. I agree with you on this one. I thought for a minute they got Dick Cheney to be in this movie. Scott Glenn plays Donald Rumsfeld. Toby Jones plays Carl Rove. Jeffrey Wright plays Colin Powell. And Thandie Newton plays Condoleezza Rice. I think the acting was amazing, especially Josh Brolin. I agree with you, Les. That was truly an Oscar-worthy performance. I'm not 100% sold on the character Elizabeth Banks plays in this movie. She's supposed to be Laura Bush. I didn't think there was much Laura in her, but that's just a personal opinion. I also thought that the character of Rumsfeld, as played by Scott Glenn, he was slithery as a garden snake, and (laughs) I really wanted to see more of Rumsfeld because I think, truth be told, Rummy plays a much bigger part in the real George Bush's presidential term as is depicted in this film. And I thought that was a slight miscalculation, if you will, on Oliver Stone's part. There were some other miscalculations, too. I didn't dislike this movie. I'm just sorry that it's not a great film. It had the potential to be so much better. I think Stone rushed it, and as a result, I think that the movie looks a little unfinished. Well, let me tell you something about this movie, though. Whether you like President Bush or you dislike President Bush, certainly it's not praise of George W. Bush, nor is it making fun of him. Although there are humorous things in the film, let's face it, there are humorous things about George Bush, and everybody admits that. I thought it was relatively sympathetic on Oliver Stone's part, and Oliver Stone is an avowed liberal anyway, and I thought he was really going to do a hatchet job, but he did not. No, I agree with you. I've got to applaud him for that. All the mannerisms are there, as you said. I mean, the hesitant, nervous laugh, the self-doubts, also the lunacy of Bush's decisions. They're all up there on the screen. And as you said, Les, those who dislike intensely this president can't really complain too much or carp about this movie because, again, Stone is pretty fair about the way he handles him. Now, my problem with the movie, however, isn't that problem. My problem is that the relationship between father and son is really what Stone puts this movie together with. I mean, that is the main thrust of the picture. Absolutely. George Sr., who finds that his son, Jr., is a real screw-up, and he really compares him unfavorably to his brothers. He calls him a loser. He thinks he has no talent to do anything. Both of his parents, I would say, are pretty unsupportive of George Jr., pretty much all the way through the movie. So it's kind of remarkable that W. was able to see the light, get some strength from somewhere. I guess it was Laura. He has a moment where he's supposed to find religion, and he gave up drinking and all of his party ways, and then he became 
driven to become the president of the United States, but the drive was really to avenge his father's loss to Bill Clinton. I think that's true. By the way, the scenes where he does find religion are played opposite of fabulous actor Stacey Keach, who plays Minister Earl Hudd. Everybody is very, very good. I kind of felt sorry for Colin Powell, as played by Jeffrey Wright. That character comes across as not very strong. Well, I don't think Colin Powell is a weak person. Not at all. And I think that that portrayal of him was not quite accurate. I think some of the other portraits were more accurate, one that I did not like, and I felt that this almost threatened to sabotage the movie, and that was Sandy Newton as Condoleezza Rice. I've heard Condoleezza Rice speak. I always try to listen to her because she's an educated woman, and I'm happy to see women in powerful positions in Washington, no matter what party they're in. So I've listened to her, and Sandy Newton adopted a kind of squeaky Minnie Mouse olive oil kind of cartoon voice, And I felt that it came very close to self-parody. I didn't like it at all. Well, I didn't particularly like her either. And I felt that either the actress or the director or the script, whatever, turned Condoleezza Rice into the Wicked Witch of the West. Right. And I don't think that's completely fair either. I think the performance looked insincere as compared to some of the other performances that were so honest, namely that of Richard Dreyfuss as Cheney and Josh Brolin as Bush. These guys are really right on the money, and their work is absolutely spectacular. So I give good marks to those guys and to most of the supporting cast. I've got to agree with you pretty much on that. I liked very much James Cromwell as George Bush Sr. He does not come across as a very pleasant kind of guy in this film. And I think that the real Bush 41 was not quite as severe or unpleasant as Cromwell comes across. However, mostly because of the astonishing performance of Josh Brolin and of Richard Dreyfuss, I am giving this film a flickering green light. Okay. Well, for me, W gets a yellow light. It's not a great film, but it has one great performance and some top-notch work from all the other actors. That's fair. Yellow light from Anne, green light for me, for W. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Anne Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots. B-movie posters. And cartoons. Oh yeah, can't forget cartoons. If you get the funky connection that ties these pop culture gems together, you'll dig two designers walk into a bar. See, we're a couple of creatively curious pals living between the bookends of grand museums and dive bars. Hey, you know the place. The sweet spot where highbrow and lowbrow become drinking buddies. So join our barroom chats as we talk influential work and uncover stories of how the familiar became iconic. Think behind the music for the stuff we love. Check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.